Good morning, everyone. Welcome to church this morning. It's great to see so many of us here gathered together again. Um, we're uh, going to be starting a new uh, series of sermons this week where we're going to be looking at the uh, letter to Galatians. And Tim, Tim Furlong is going to be uh, speaking to us from uh, Galatians 1 a little bit later on in the service. So um, we look forward to that. One of the uh, verses or a couple of verses right at the start of the book of Galatians are a prayer. And let me just say, read it as a prayer for us at the start. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> well, at the start of our service, we're going to uh, sing a song that uh, helps us to focus on the Lord Jesus. It's May the Mind of Christ My Saviour. Let's stand and sing together. Galatians 1, it will be verses 1 to 10, page 1,168. Paul, Paul, an apostle, sent not from men nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers with me, to the churches in Galatia. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preached to you, let him be eternally condemned. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, 
let him be eternally condemned. Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Shall I pray uh, as we start? Heavenly Father, we thank you that in your mercy you have called us uh, to yourself. Uh, And we thank you that uh, you have given us uh, the apostles and your word uh, to to guide us uh, and to teach us. Would you help us this morning uh, to listen to what you have to say, uh, to believe it and to trust it? In Jesus' name, amen. The original uh, and best. I don't know if you've seen that uh, phrase around on uh, different products. Uh, It's a phrase that companies uh, use to try and get us to stick with them, don't they? Uh, Stick with that product that you know uh, and trust. Or maybe you're uh, more of a a new and improved kind of person. Uh, Things have moved forward, uh, and so should the things that you buy. Uh, And uh, you're looking for that next uh, new thing. What about Christianity? What about uh, our faith? Which uh, version should we follow? What should we do when someone brings along to us uh, something that they claim is new and improved? Well, as we've said, uh, for the next couple of months, we're going to be uh, spending our Sundays in the book of Galatians. And it addresses exactly this issue. Uh, Should the Christians stick with what they were originally taught? Or should they listen to those that have come later and who have said that they need to be doing things differently? It's an issue that uh, is still around today in some obvious ways as churches change uh, their teaching uh, on things that have been pretty consistent for the last 2,000 years. Uh, But addressing these questions will also uh, help us with more subtle issues, Uh, things around the way that we uh, talk to each other about our faith, uh, to other people. Uh, And it will help us in watching out that our beliefs uh, don't stray from the truth. So we have this letter uh, from Paul to a slightly ill-defined group of churches in what is now uh, central uh, Turkey, uh, then the Roman province of Galatia. Uh, And this letter is going to be incredibly helpful to us, uh, despite it being so many years later uh, and miles away. Well, Paul uh, wastes no time in this letter. Uh, There's no waffle. So we're going to dive straight in to some themes uh, this morning that will then get expanded on uh, later on Uh, over the coming weeks. And we're going to see that as Paul tries to persuade uh, the Galatians to stick by what he taught them, the original uh, and best, we're going to see three things. That Paul is God's apostle. uh, That this is God's gospel. Uh, So, don't turn from God and his gospel. So first, uh, Paul is... God's apostle. 
If you still uh, write letters today, uh, you probably start with a, a to, uh, and at the end you put a, a from. Um, but you may well know that uh, letters written uh, back then uh, always started with a, a from and then the to. So you knew immediately who the letter was coming from. Now, Paul normally, uh, when he's writing, will add a little bit more than just his name. Uh, and it's normally slightly different in each letter. Uh, and it helps us to, to think about exactly what he's chosen to say about himself. It's more than just uh, a formality. He's actually uh, starting to teach uh, already. So have a look down uh, at verse 1 of Galatians. Paul, an apostle, sent not from men nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers with me. Paul had uh, started the churches in Galatia during his missionary journeys. Uh, you can read about some of them uh, in the book of Acts. He spent quite a lot of time in the region um, converting uh, people to Christianity, uh, establishing churches, getting them going, getting them ready to uh, keep going, teaching them what they needed to know. So they would have known who Paul was. This wasn't a letter from a stranger uh, who needed to introduce them, uh, himself, uh, prove his credentials. Uh, but yet still Paul chooses uh, to expand, uh, to say that he's an apostle, uh, and to say what that means. So he calls himself uh, an apostle. That is someone who is, is sent, uh, a messenger. And for a messenger, uh, what is important is uh, who sent him, isn't it? That is what is going to define how you receive him. I mean, after all, uh, I imagine that uh, if a, a royal guard in his bearskin hat turned up at your front door, sent uh, by directly from the queen, uh, you're probably going to want to welcome them in uh, and listen to what they have to say. On the other hand, uh, if there's a door-to-door -door salesman, uh, rings your doorbell, uh, sent by some dodgy company, uh, you're probably going to want to do the opposite. Paul says that he is sent not from men nor by a man. He's not come from any human authority. Uh, instead, he is sent by Jesus Christ and God the Father. Uh, to understand why Paul starts with this, uh, we need a little bit more context from uh, later on in the letter. Um, in uh, chapter 5 and verse 12, Paul uh, refers to some agitators, uh, people who have uh, come after he left and are teaching uh, different things to him. And they pop up uh, a few times during the letter, these agitators. And one of their tactics, as they tried to uh, worm their way into uh, the Galatian churches, was to try and discredit uh, Paul, the guy who uh, had started them off. They would say that, uh, well, he wasn't one of the 12, uh, the disciples who actually met Jesus, uh, who spent time with it. Paul wasn't one of them. Uh, he's not a real apostle. Uh, so you don't actually need to listen to what he said. Um, why does Paul care about that? 
Well, he's not bothered about his reputation as such. I mean, elsewhere, you know, he, he does himself down, doesn't he? He calls himself uh, the chief of all sinners. Uh, he's not that worried about what people think about him. Uh, but for the Galatians, who'd trusted him and what he said uh, when they believed in Jesus, Paul and the gospel are so tightly uh, knit together that if one can't be trusted, then neither can the other. Paul's got to defend himself so that they'll keep on trusting the gospel that he proclaimed. Um, if, yeah, if Paul is, really is from God, uh, and he's going to go on to say more about exactly how that came about uh, in next week's section, uh, then his teaching is going to hold uh, far more weight uh, than if he um, was not from God, if he'd made it up himself, or if someone else had sent him. If Paul is God's apostle, the Galatians should trust uh, what he originally taught them uh, and what he writes in this letter. And that goes for us too. Um, when we're not sure what to believe, and when we're not sure what is true, we can come back uh, to uh, Galatians, uh, to the rest of Paul's letters to the Bible. It might be uh, pressure from the world around us uh, that makes us doubt. You can't really believe in someone coming back from the dead, can you? Surely not. Or it might be um, our experience of life that doesn't match uh, with expectations. I still feel so sinful, so far from God. Is the gospel really true? Have I really been saved? Whatever it is, when we're not sure uh, what to believe, we can come back to what we've been told uh, by God's messengers uh, because we know that they have come from God. So Paul is God's apostle. He's sent with a message. The question is now, what's the message? So second, this is God's gospel. Excuse me. (coughs) Um, This is God's gospel. Now I've been using this word, uh, gospel, uh, which you might know uh, means good news, uh, to refer to uh, effectively the whole of what Paul taught the Galatians, uh, the whole good news about Jesus Christ. Uh, And it encompasses uh, so much, but it can also be very simple. As Paul starts uh, this letter to defend himself uh, and his teaching, he gives the uh, Galatians a very short summary uh, of the gospel. It might be surprising what is included and what is left out. Have a look uh, at verse 3. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of God, uh, of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Rescue through sacrifice, Paul says. That's the good news uh, that he's taught them. 
To understand it, you need to understand the bad news first. Our sins keep us from God, and we have no way of reaching him. That's what it's like in the present evil age. Ever since uh, the fall, uh, we have been in this state of being separated from God and unable uh, to save ourselves. Everything about us uh, and the world is broken. And as hard as we try, uh, we cannot fix it. If you understand that, then the good news is so, so good that Jesus gave himself for our sins. It's a substitutionary sacrifice. That is, he died in our place. Not uh, to give us a, a chance to get things right next time, but as a replacement for us. Taking the punishment dealt out on him that should have been on us. And once that punishment is dealt out, it can't be repeated. And so we're rescued, saved from the punishment, uh, and able to come to God. Why did God do this? Well, Paul says it's according to the will of our God and Father. He chose to. He didn't do it because uh, we asked uh, or bribed him or made a promise. In fact, we didn't even know that we needed rescuing. It was entirely grace, God's gift to us. Notice how in this short summary, uh, the only mention of us is our sin, how we need rescuing. Otherwise, it's all about God, isn't it? It's Jesus who gave himself, Jesus who rescued us all according to the Father's will. And that means it's God that gets the glory. If we did anything, then some of the glory would be for us. But we do nothing, and all the glory is God's. Often, I think, um, when we talk about the gospel, uh, accidentally or uh, on purpose, we, we make ourselves uh, the central character. And we might say that I, I found God, I gave my life to Christ. Uh, and we do have to accept his gift. But the gospel that Paul proclaims is about him, Jesus, not us. So it's worth thinking about how we uh, talk to others uh, about this gospel. Uh, what is it that we uh, include? What is it that we let leave out? Where is the focus uh, when we tell people this gospel? It's this that Paul is going to be defending in this letter. It's this that he wants the Galatians to stick with, to not stray from. It's what he taught them originally uh, and what he wants them to stick with. This is God's gospel. And so thirdly, don't turn from God and his gospel. 
Normally, at this point in a letter, uh, Paul would uh, give thanks to God. Uh, he'd say some nice, thing, nice things about the church and maybe some of the people in it. Um, and uh, it would all be quite cheery. Uh, not Galatians. Uh, the reports he's heard of what's happening uh, in these churches are so serious that he gets straight down to business. Have a look uh, at verse 6. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ. I'm astonished. See, the, the Galatians, in listening to these agitators, uh, these people who are uh, preaching something else, they're not just uh, deserting Paul. Uh, we've said that he is tightly knit up with the gospel. They're not just deserting Paul. They're not even uh, deserting uh, the gospel. They're deserting God himself, the one who called them. If what they had originally believed really was uh, God's gospel, the message from God of his gift of grace, then changing it in any way uh, is saying that we know better. And it's turning your back on God. I am astonished that we, you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. We'll see uh, later in the letter that the agitators are saying that to be a Christian, you also have to be uh, a Jew and do all of the Jewish stuff of the Old Testament. Uh, and if you're a Gentile, which most of the Galatians were, uh, you weren't a Jew. And so you needed to become one uh, in order to be uh, a Christian. But that isn't God's gospel, is it? There was no mention uh, of any of that in Paul's summary. It's, that isn't what uh, God's apostle had taught the Galatians. It's a different gospel, which isn't actually good news at all. It depends uh, on us doing something. See, the gospel plus anything else, whatever it is, equals nothing. We've seen that the gospel is all about Christ's res uh, rescue through sacrifice. Adding anything to that, whether it's circumcision or uh, needing to have enough faith uh, or going to church, going to the right church, Whatever it is, if we add any of those, it means we're not depending on God alone. And the flip side of that is that the, the gospel minus anything uh, equals nothing. So if we're not talking about our sin and our need for rescue, because it's a little bit awkward, uh, we don't want to tell people that they're bad people, that's leaving us preaching a different gospel, not God's. Or leaving out repentance that once saved, we should have a changed life in response to God. Because it's easier not to, isn't it? It's easier not to change. Again, we're preaching a different gospel, which is not good news at all. The gospel plus anything, the gospel minus anything equals nothing. 
In case you hadn't realized, uh, Paul thinks this is quite a serious issue for the Galatians. Uh, Partway through verse 7, evidently, uh, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel uh, other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. As we have already said, so I say again. If anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you have accepted, let him be eternally condemned. Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God, or am I trying to please men? If I was still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. See, Paul is so committed to sticking to God and his gospel that he is prepared to condemn even himself if he ever changes what he preaches. And he says, if an angel turns up, you know, uh, those uh, heavenly beings who utterly terrify uh, anyone uh, who meet them, uh, all the occasions in the Bible, uh, the angels have to say, don't be scared. Uh, If an angel turns up and preaches uh, a different gospel, you're to ignore him because it's not uh, God's gospel. Paul knows that Although he is God's apostle, he was sent directly by God. He doesn't have the authority. That is at God's alone, and it's communicated to us in his word. So what Paul says, what an angel might say, what I'm saying, what any of us say, is to be measured by the Bible Of course, uh, other sources are helpful. That's why we have sermons uh, and all sorts of other ways uh, of helping each other. Uh, But whatever uh, we say, we must always uh, go back to the Bible. Make sure that we're not uh, adding or taking away from the gospel, that we're sticking to the original uh, and best. I guess it would be quite obvious uh, today if someone came to St. Mary's and started persuading people that uh, you needed to be circumcised and do uh, ritual washing and so on in order to be saved, we'd probably spot them a mile off, wouldn't we? Uh, But that doesn't mean that we're immune from the danger that the Galatians uh, were facing. Any time that we uh, insist uh, on something uh, for someone to be a part of the church. That isn't believe in your heart and confess with your lips. Uh, Then we're adding to the gospel. Could be how we act uh, as well as what we say. So if uh, everyone at the front of a service looks the same and has had the same experiences, uh, then we imply that uh, you have to be part of that group uh, to be a real Christian. If we, if we spend all our time in our small groups or after church uh, talking about uh, an, an amazing spiritual experience we had in a festival uh, or some really deep theological book uh, that we've read, uh, and we, we never talk uh, about uh, the gospel, uh, then we start to uh, think and uh, imply to others uh, that we need those things as well as the gospel. Uh, that Jesus himself isn't enough, uh, that we need 
more uh, to be a Christian. So, uh, as we start to uh, look at this letter uh, of the Galatians together, um, remember these things, that Paul is God's apostle, that we uh, trust uh, what he says, uh, we trust the Bible uh, as a message from God. Remember that this is God's gospel, uh, rescue through sacrifice. Uh, and remember, don't turn from God's and his gospel. We shouldn't be adding anything from the gospel or taking it away, because that leaves us uh, with nothing. So think about uh, how we talk to each other. Uh, think about those areas that um, other things are creeping in, where we're relying on something other than Jesus. And come back to God's gospel given to us by his apostle. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have given us uh, everything we need to be saved. We thank you for your grace uh, in sending Jesus uh, to rescue us through his sacrifice, uh, for sending the apostles uh, and your word uh, to tell us about it. Help us uh, to trust it. Uh, help us uh, to spot uh, where we might be starting to stray. And help us to come back always uh, to your gospel, uh, the only one that is true and that saves. In Jesus' name. Amen.